A listener writes, My neighbor has had a nervous breakdown. I'm afraid that such a thing could happen to me, too. Can Christians have nervous breakdowns? And will you please explain what a nervous breakdown is? I think this is a very important question because a lot of terms are used in our society, either loosely or uh, in technical ways, and people sling terms around and they label things and they label people, and it's a very confusing society in which we live. Actually, a Christian can have what has been called a nervous breakdown, but I think you need to be clear about two things. First, nerves do not break down. So this is a very bad name for what actually happens. When a person is having what is called a nervous breakdown, his nerves are working very well. As a matter of fact, uh, rather than breaking down, he wishes a few of them would break down because his nerves are transmitting all sorts of impulses through his body that are making him feel pretty badly. So uh, it's not really nerves that break down. Nor is there some kind of a mysterious disease that somehow or other creeps over a person and catches hold of him, and he suddenly finds himself in this shape, and he has nothing to do with it, nor any control over it, and uh, he has to have some kind of special medical attention in order to deal with it. That is not the problem either. A nervous breakdown, or whatever you want to call it, might really be called a breaking up, not of nerves, not of your bodily system, but really a breaking up of old patterns or old ways of living, old sinful ways of responding to life that once worked after a fashion, but finally, since the chickens have come home to roost, you find that they no longer suffice. Indeed, you have painted yourself into a corner. That's why in a situation where a person is supposed to be having a nervous breakdown, he simply stops. He stops doing whatever he was doing. He won't make moves. He doesn't know which way to turn. It's not like he's saying, what's the use, as he does when he's depressed, but he's saying simply, I just don't know what to do. I don't know which way to turn. I don't know what step to take next. I'm completely perplexed. I'm completely distressed. I have no way of going. A Christian never need be in that situation. He can fall into that situation when he follows sinful patterns out of his old way of living before he came to know Christ, but he need not be in that situation. Not only may he avoid it, but if he has found himself falling into it, the Word of God tells him how to get out of it. We sometimes develop patterns, for example, like avoiding responsibility in life, God's responsibilities for us. And so we continue to run from those responsibilities and run and run and run and run and run until finally we run into a blind alley and there's no place longer, any longer to run and there we are trapped. In one sense, we might say that's where a person with a so-called nervous breakdown is. He's trapped trapped by the breaking up or the breaking down of the old ways which he depended upon, but which were not God's ways, and therefore were bound to let him down eventually. And here he is, painted in a corner with no window, with no door, no way of escape, 
as far as his own resources are concerned. But that's where exactly where the hope is. He does not need to depend upon his own resources. You see, a Christian with Paul can say this instead. He can say that he is never really driven into that position if he is following God's ways. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 speaks this way. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not despairing. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed. You see the difference in handling life's problems God's way is this. When we handle problems God's way, though things get hot, though things get difficult, though things become very hard to bear at times, there is always a limit to them. There is always a window in the corner into which we have been painted. There is always a door out. We are never in a position where God and God's patterns and God's ways let us down. There is always something to do that the Word of God tells us to do. So a person who is involved in this whole question of having stopped uh, short in life and uh, not knowing which way to turn next, uh, having found himself up a blind alley or painted into a corner, uh, having found himself in a situation where all of his problems have, have come home to roost on his shoulders and they're too heavy for him to carry, he really needs to shed his old ways. And he's in an opportune uh, uh, position in order to do that. Because since the old ways have broken up, if he will now turn to God's ways and see what the Word of God has to say about his problems, whatever they may be at this time, and follow the Word of God, this person is in an ideal position to make dr dramatic and quick change. It, you see, when a counselor works with somebody, he has to spend time uh, often uh, helping that person to break down those old patterns, helping him to see what the sinful ways were. And that often takes several weeks. And then he helps this person to replace those old ways with God's alternatives. But here is somebody for whom the first part of that task has already been accomplished. The old patterns, the old ways have failed. They've broken themselves up. Uh, he no longer can depend upon them. He knows that they are undependable. And he, he simply is without resources. He doesn't know where to turn to find uh, the right way out. And so a person with a nervous breakdown, so-called, is a person who is looking for help, a person who is looking for a way that is dependable. He is a person who is looking for an alternative uh, uh, way of going, an alternate path. He is looking for answers because he is without them. And every person who seeks to help someone like that, uh, you, for example, with your neighbor, needs to go into that situation saying, all right, let's take a look at your problems. Let's take a look at what you did about them. And as you examine what the problems are, and as you examine what the person did about them, then you can point out where the whole thing went wrong. Here is this kind of a problem, but here is how you handled it. No wonder you're without resources, because that's not God's way of handling it. Now instead, let's look at what God says in his word to do. Turn to the passages, show the person what to do, help him to understand the different way of going, how God says that problem can be handled. And this is the way to get that person out of that uh, situation in which he finds himself. Whether he has been lying his way through life and now all of his lies have been disclosed and have caught up with him, 
whether it's been resentment and bitterness that has now uh, issued into some kind of a break in a relationship with others, whatever it may be, he can find the answers in the Word of God. The lying can be put off and the speaking of truth can be put on, as Paul says in Ephesians 4. The sun can, uh, not, uh, does not need to go down on one's anger so that it needs to turn into bitterness, as indeed in that very passage Paul also says. Whatever the problem may be, the Word of God presents a biblical alternative to it. Finding that alternative, obediently and prayerfully putting it into practice, is the solution to a nervous breakdown. O oh Lord, help those who are in this situation or who are helping others in it to find your answers, we pray, for Christ's sake. Amen.